I think we all put on this earth for something great, you know, something greater than ourselves. But it's up to us to figure out what that is and just to align our thoughts with action and reality and just don't stop. Out of all my little partners, my little son, Militon, is like the only one kind of me and him on the same wavelength in a sense of we'll put it all on the line. We're going to grind out. We're going to stay down till shit pop. We always have these little deep, introspective type conversations numerous times out the day, numerous times out the week. And with this, this just brings me to my next point. Me and him was cracking up the other day, just running it. I was telling my son, I'm like, damn, dog. Ain't that crazy how many people just be copped out on some flunky shit in the sense of you got the philosophical type person that be on some like, man, you know, it's, it's deeper to life than materialistic type shit. You know what I'm saying? We're not here for that, man. I'm just here for, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm talking about? All that type of shit because shit ain't happen to happen. Then the other type of person you got is the the family man type of person. This cat is not even goddamn 32 31 want to be all serious with their old lady have a bunch of kids and really pretty much stop the self-development and then just be cool or whatever life hands them long story short bro you gotta watch out for these type of people bro i say whoa welcome to the best friend weekend podcast it's your man out the nice it's your boy rosh move wow it's your boy los aka cap hey man i talk to y'all boys a lot but I don't talk wow. to y'all boys multiple times a day. It's just, it's just, that feels like he talked to Meliton a lot. Cause Meliton. I didn't even know he had a friend named Meliton. Um, <laughs> I want to meet me. I want Meliton to come to Best Friend Weekend. <laughs> so, weekend. But do you talk to anybody multiple times a day? Shit, no. Not on the phone? No. I do. It's not it's a, a lot of talking I do. I talk. I talk talking. to Cody Ray about four, five times a day on the phone. Oh, he hit you with them ducks. We call them shits. These ducks. <laughs> Maybe I'm assuming. I'm assuming he hit you with them ducks. Might not I'm, be. I'm them lost. Ducks. What's them ducks? Them ducks when you is driving. Yeah, I told you about them ducks before, Los. Mm-hmm. We used to have a homeboy. Uh, shout out this podcast brought to you by Duck Duck 1914. Man, Duck was uh, uh, one of our frat brothers in in New Orleans, and boy had the. He had the avalanche when the avalanche was hot. You know what I mean? Ooh. The avalanche when the avalanche was hot. You hear me? Ooh. <laughs> I tell you all Ooh. you need to know. So he used to pull up to mm-hmm. campus and pick up me and the Harry. So I would always ride shotgun. The Harry ride in the backseat. And we used to call it each other crew, man. You know what I'm saying? It was crew. Mm-hmm. Where crew going this weekend? And this is the first time we got exposed to them ducks. What Duck used to do is he'd pick up the phone and he'd be like, ring, ring, ring. Hey, girl, what you doing? Oh, you doing that? Shit, what um, uh, what you what you had done earlier today? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, we rolling or whatever, whatever. All right, well, I'ma holla at you later, mm-hmm. and that better just hang up. Like phone calls, like a minute and a half, two minutes at the yeah. most, and he would he would hit like two, three little chicks, boom, 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 like two two minute conversations. 
Then maybe then we go to do what we're doing. We get back in the car. Boom, he doing it again. Hit him with the yeah. ducks. Just nice. whole bunch of little two minute conversations. Like I'm calling you. I'm thinking about you. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> That's some next thing. So do Cody Ray be hitting you with them ducks? Like two minute no, conversations? Nah, or they be like mutual. fifteen minute conversations? Good. It's be it, it's it's mutual. It's deep conversations. We mm. usually something come up and we want to talk about it. And so like yeah, it, they they're, they're micro in the grand scheme of phone conversations. Because mm. if you know me, I could stay on the phone you know forever. If especially if I'm in the car, but they're micro. So probably you know yeah, ten minutes per conversation. But sometimes they're way longer than that. Especially if I've got a thirty minute drive. I'm very selfish. I will, when I get to my destination, I'll usually be like, oh, well, all right then. Uh, shit, it's yeah. all good. <clears throat> Roger definitely hit me with one of those before. It is, but he told work. me, say, hey, talk he said, hey, man, I'm just, leaving, I'm just leaving work. I just want somebody to talk to on the way home. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like, is worse than getting where you're going and sitting in the car and still being like, okay, uh, well, I'm here. Yeah. I'm parked. <clears throat> then so. I may be like, oh, yeah, me, I got one more thing to tell you. Boo. Yeah, oh, did I tell you? Boo. He's like, hey, man. Well, I told you that mm-hmm. burned my boot out like a month ago. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Milit- Militon's friend that does that very often. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, if Rumble call that man Militon, that nigga, you think he called Rumble like cornbread dressing or something? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Boudin? Boudin. What up, Boudin? What up, Boudin? Le Dan Dan. Corn pudding. They call him corn pudding. Pudding. <laughs> Okay, so can you help me make sense of what Rumble was just talking about, if y'all don't mind, cutting like some cats I mean, get married and some cats be deep and introspective. I help I mean, me. He, he, he kind of lost me with this in a little bit. I think what he's talking about is dudes who who go ahead and commit to you know life early, they married and they chilling. You know, they ain't doing too much. They got a family. You know, in they in their twenties and you know they chilling. They ain't really doing too much. They just cool. You know, going to work, coming home, being a family man. Uh, I don't know about the other one he was talking about. I haven't met those guys before, you know. But I, but actually, I have some little young dudes who real deep and think they got life figured out at twenty three. Okay, so he not comparing them against each other. He just saying watch both of them do. Watch both, both of them. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's what I was. Similar that's what he lost. 20, me. I thought he was saying compare the two. Got you, got you. Yeah, it's like you talking to a little dude twenty four, twenty five, trying to tell you, see what you got to do in this life. You got to make sure you invest, and we got to build with our people. You know what I'm saying? Because if we got if we you. don't, we're going to be lost. We already lost souls out here. But we, 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 we already the lost tribe of yeah, Israel. I'm, 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 I'm starting, <laughs> me and my homeboy starting the Black Wall Street over there. Uh, you know where that, that abandoned Kroger's is around the corner? We starting the Black Wall Street over there. Like, he you, one you of know, them dudes. You know what? Now that, now that you're kind of bringing that, bringing that to light, what's, what's funny is that sometimes I find myself in a, in a group like, a group of youngsters, like people that's way younger than me, and they mm-hmm. and they got one dude that does think he the OG, but he don't know that I'm actually like the OG by probably by like ten years. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah, he like trying to spit that same wisdom, and I'm looking at him like with the Charles Rogers face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I blew, I blew a day. Like I'm looking, I'm I'm looking at him like that, like bro, you have no clue what you're talking about right now. So 100, percent I'm on, I'm I'm on the same court as uh, Rumble in that in that light. But the people that want to get married and whatnot early, you know, I think uh, cool I think it's I think it's different strokes for different folks, you know. And if right. you wanna if you wanna hop into that life early, then that's you. That's not the some, same thing. I mean, I feel like some people. He just saying watching both, I guess. So some people who get married young. 
I mean, I think that 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 it, it would be something that would burn my booty. Is like those cats who do like choose to have that family man life, but then when they get out, be choosing to act like ah, nigga, I'm still oh. with the shits. Like I know, boy, but that nigga, nigga ain't like sh- that. No. You're not like, you realize. You're not like that yeah. no more. <laughs> yeah, where the bitch is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to realize, dude, like that. You know, you you know the, your good years. You married with a kid. Yeah. You know, in the house trying to be good. So anytime, you know, when you turn 33, 34. You know, 35 and people, you know, we start winding down a little bit. You just getting going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, my kids are about to get out, man. What y'all doing this weekend? Yeah. What, what you mean? Yeah. What we doing? Nigga, we old. But we, yeah, we're but we out Tuesday, Wednesday. We about 40. Hey, man. Hey, man. Everybody hey, hey, hit you on a Wednesday to say, you getting out tonight? No, boy. Just got home from work. Yeah, you know I'm saying. What are you talking about? Man, come on, man. We finna go over here. It's no right. It's no wrong or right way to do it, right? It's like. You know, no. them cats who have kids when they like in college or like real young, like you, close even. Like when kid people have kids in like their early twenties, and then they yeah. like they they son like going to college when they like forty, and they like, oh yeah, yeah. man, like my kid out real you. good at this, and I'm out here. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool to have, mm-hmm. right? But it's also cool to not have had kids until you're in your like to live all the way up until like yeah. mid thirties and not have that yeah. responsibility of having kids. Yes. Is also like you just you labeled it your best years, Los. Like, yeah. Yeah. like I mean, you know, I don't know if I'd have done half the stuff I would have done if I would have decided to say, "Hey, let me get married at twenty five years old." Like, oh lord, I mean, having a I kid just, at twenty four was still rough. You know, what I mean, I just I'm just, just worried. I'm worried about myself in that if I would be like, "Shit, I'm about to go post up on campus by uh, Lil Roger Junior." <laughs> uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm forty and I still look kind of young. Shit, I'm gonna go post up on campus, wait for him to get out. And, and go walk the campus, you know, and got and got college intentions on my mind. If 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 I'm that young, so that's I'm, I'm glad. Where y'all, I got where y'all to get hooping all of that at? Where y'all hooping at, right, Lil Roger Jr.? <laughs> yeah, where, hey. where y'all hooping at? Shit, what's what's going on in y'all the campus? Y'all on that two K, Lil Roger Jr. cutting? <laughs> hey, let's move. Let me hold your campus call. Let me let me hold your little campus call. I'm gonna give you some Chick Fil A. Cause you will look like Lil Roger Jr. Y'all will look similar, cutting. No, yeah. they got a cute. They got to say they got a cute party this weekend, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on, yeah, I know we're going. going. <laughs> no, got me a fresh pair. Got you a fresh pair of skinnies and, and van. Ooh, Roger Junior. When you go and get them, them, um, them Jays come out this weekend. Give me a pair too. Wait. Yeah, here. Dang, give me a little car. Would, here. I mean, that's not a. That's not a. That's a. That's that's. Certain parts, of that, Certain parts yeah, of that sound cooler. Certain parts of that sound cooler than other than other parts. Right. Right? I'm sixty years old with my glasses on the tip of my nose. You know, talking about uh, do your lesson. You know, rather than <laughs> what, what's 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 going down at the uh, at, at, at bourgeois tonight. <laughs> well, I, guess, I, don't know. I guess they both have their pros and cons. I think I think yeah. um, people like you know at at this stage in our life we decided hey if we ever gonna have the kids and the family structure and we starting like trying to start like soon, then I yeah. mean that is just incumbent upon us to stay young, to stay pat like until our mm-hmm. mid fifties to where we still at least, Rick at least Fox till you're 60. Here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cause, cause, I mean, cause every time I see PAT, yeah. PAT look every bit of 30, yeah. 34. That's, that's just incumbent <laughs> on us to stay hooping and stay in the gym yeah. and stay in shape until yeah. you're like 50. And then when you're 50, you're like, Oh yeah, do your work. But you're not. You don't have them glasses on the tip of your nose, right? Yeah. You're, you're like yeah. kind of live at fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey boy, I think, your ass down to your work, I think what's important is to give your give your son. We I guess this is very uh, son centric. Uh, to give your son 
one hard fought all you can do basketball game oh, yeah. before you before you you call it quits. You know, like oh, yeah. before you start I got one age. in me. I got the copper fit on. I got yeah. you know new basketball. Bing Gator. <laughs> I done took pop two Advils. Yeah, we gonna go at it. I'm gonna. I'm. We, it's gonna be me versus you, and we gonna see. I might lose. I might win. But yeah, I got that's. I see need my that. dad. Okay, so I know both of you guys had older dads than me, right? My dad was 31 mm-hmm. when I was born. How old was uh, Carl and how old was Tony? 38, 39, one of them 38, 39. 40. Okay, so both of y'all had damn near 40. My dad was 31. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't, like, my da- basketball wasn't really his thing. So I remember yeah. giving him work at, like, 12, 13. Like, I mean, all he wanted to do was post up, but I was mm-hmm. like, come here. Come get this jumper. Like, like you can't. You, you're not doing nothing with it. But like baseball, the dude was he's out of control. He was out of control. Good at like softball. Like I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't mess with him in that way. Um, and I, I say that to say that that wasn't really a sport. So, um, like basketball, I never really had that competition where it was like my Shit. pops wanted to put get on the court with me. So I mean, I don't know what age that would be. Like, like Los, y'all saying your daddy was forty? Couldn't there my, was my day was my day was six six dog. So, so he's still he giving you work, work until you was how old? Doc, he was backing me down and that thing. I couldn't do nothing with six six two fifty five uh until I got like probably my sophomore year, my ninth or sophomore ninth grade or sophomore year. Okay, so we talking That's about the when, same age range, 14, 15 years old. Yeah, but he he was I had to play play. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. he was he'd get he had a knee long enough to if we, you know, if I'm playing, he can get to me and just give me that bow. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make a, a smooth layup. I was quicker than him and all that, but then he get the ball, he just back me down that thing, turn over and shoot that little that little ugly hook, huh? <laughs> I ain't know he had a fadeaway. Maybe I had a nice little pretty shot, a little fadeaway. Hey, my bruh, you so basketball like this is how I feel about my dad in basketball. Like we so I, I felt like he could beat me at one point in time, of course, is out he was, you know, a man. I, I was, young, and I was, a, was man, a man. I was a child. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, he used to let me win. He knew how much I loved basketball. It was my first like sport love. And then I felt like when I got around that like I'm aware and like I'm nice in basketball, like he couldn't beat me no more because mm. you know age for him and and an ability for me and you know what I'm saying that whole dynamic. Yeah. Um. The more the more um uh, I guess relevant as I got an older brother, so my brother's 15 years older. Got gotcha. you. So that's kind of like father that's your pa. Late that's age, your pa. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm not gonna do this to my kid because I feel like it was kind of cheap. But Tony played me. One time when he was like for the last time, I don't know, he was in his thirties though, and he beat me. It was a it was a good game. He beat me and he said, I'm done. And he never <laughs> played me again. Well, hey, that's funny. Because he Come knew, up. give me two more give me a year on him and yeah. I'm uh, he's not gonna score. Yeah. But yeah, he played my, me my when brother, it was a good game and he quit. My brother, eighteen years older than me, he used to kill me at everything, dog. Like I ain't just talking about like just beat me by now. He used to smash me and then pause. He used to kill me and then <laughs> <laughs> knock me down. He used to, he used to run <laughs> take, through me and then he and would take me. He, <laughs> he used to put it, it on. Like a train. It's almost like a train. Almost like a train. How many little acronyms you gonna use, Los? That man used to do me from behind and then that boy used to <laughs> slaughter me. Didn't, didn't let me hit nothing. <laughs> but nah, that boy, that boy used to. <laughs> I'm about to see saw another one. But yeah, that boy used to kill me. He used to do me bad out there, bro. Like he, he, I mean, football, 
basketball, anything. He, he be talking shit. I'm talking about even when I was like five, where it was wild, man. I can see. But how, I got in high school. I was doing with. you bad, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him doing you bad. Shut up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say uncle. Uh, bro. Uh, oh yeah. Had crazy. me in a finger fold for an hour, dog. Like, I mean, I like like I say, I, I say this about sports all the time. That I grew up in kind of a little neighborhood and around people that was a lot of cousin centric and family centric. And you know, my mm-hmm. older cousin Ashley was like kind of like my competition in sports and stuff. But I distinctly mm-hmm. remember this. Like I used to beat him at basketball when I was like eleven. Like oh. he like that man wasn't necessarily good at basketball. Like he was, mm-hmm. he was good at baseball. He could play baseball, and he was quarterback his football team in high school. So he was yeah. like whatever. But those aren't sports you just play one on one. One on one is like mm-hmm. basketball. And I used to give him work. Yeah. Like we was about the same height when I was eleven, twelve. So like oh, that, okay. that. So I never really had that great competition. Like I used to tell, I told this to um to Raj before when I used to go by Tim House, and it'd be sometimes you'd be over there, Raj, and it'd be like me, you. Jared and Tim playing basketball, and we used to. I mean, me, you, me, you, Derek and Tim. Jared wouldn't even play. We would like be like, "Nah, Jared, you're too small to play." You remember that, Raj? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he used to be sitting there pissed, crying because he couldn't play. But it's like I just remember distinctly a lot of times, like not having being the older one in our group to not be able to like have this. 15 year old 12 year old person older than me i mean that's like i I have this mountain to climb i just never really had that oh yeah i mean i came up in the hood like we played you know i mean neighborhood niggas stuff, so. yeah please. yeah them boys them <laughs> <laughs> grown man come out yeah. there and get the business bro. yeah it wasn't a lot it wasn't a lot of that i mean just you know, yeah it was it, it was whatever man and i mean you know i guess that that shaped how my sports was and i guess that kind of burns my booty but let me tell you some other things that burn my boudin this week. Okay, I got three distinct ones, right? So the first thing that burns my boudin is not knowing the meaning of um of, of challenges, bro. <laughs> I definitely don't know the meaning. That that that. So the one that I've been on this week. So um basically, you know, I'm knowing a lot of things. Doc's showing me a lot of things. So that she was telling me earlier last week about like. They got this one where some guys wrote this article. I mean, not an article. It was a clinical research study called The Prevalence of Unprofessional Social Media Content Amongst Young Vascular Surgeons. And they presented that at the 47th Annual Symposium of the Society of Clinical Vascular Surgery in 2019. I know that sounds like a lot. What does that acronym stand for? I know that there's no acronym in anything that I just said. I was just about to say, uh, Raj, he didn't say nothing about that. He didn't say anything. He <laughs> the said national, what was it? The National Association for the Advancement of Vascular... What, what <laughs> the NAACP? <laughs> vascular people. <laughs> no. So anyway, so the name of the article was The Prevalence of Unprofessional Social Media Content Amongst Young Vascular Surgeons. And like these little dudes, some um, I, I mean, I don't know. They seem like some foreign dudes wrote the article. And basically, they said potentially unprofessional content on social media of young vascular surgeons include holding and consuming alcohol, inappropriate attire, um, censored profanity. Inappropriate attire can also include pictures in underwear, provocative Halloween costumes, and provocative posing in bikinis or swimwear. So that kind of went viral amongst the doctor community to where, obviously... Females and surgeons 
were like, and, and female doctors was like, I can wear a bikini and it not be inappropriate. Like, how can yeah. you have a picture with your shirt off and whatever? And, you know, whatever. So then they started a specific hashtag. I don't remember exactly what the hashtag is. And they started both. The and they started. <laughs> no scrub. <laughs> <laughs> no scrub challenge. The, the side titty daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Titties. Dr. Dr. Titty daddy. Dr. Titty daddy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so they started to challenge and they all started doing it and they started posting themselves in bikinis. And then, it, you know, obviously it started with that and that's how it started. But then I was on YouTube the other day. I mean, um, Yahoo. And it was like, hashtag bikini doctors. <laughs> it's just not, and it's people that's like, you a doctor of theology, bro. You a doctor of them of, of you, you the superintendent of a school system. So you're that kind of doctor. Or, you know what I'm saying? And then they all yeah. just got bikinis on. It's not even doctors no more. It's nurse practitioners. It's nurses talking about yeah. hashtag bikinis. Like I hate they, when it's they care drink they care van driver because they wear scrubs every day. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? They care van drivers with bikinis on. Yeah, they wear scrubs, man. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, I hate when people don't know the meaning of a challenge and they just yeah. do it, gun. Like I don't know, Raj, would you? Are you the type of person that if you see something, you're just like, I don't know where it came from, but it looked cool. I'm going to do it. No, I've never been that type of person. I mean, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a um, I'm not a critic of it quite like uh, you are. But I, um, <laughs> but I, I just don't participate because the first thing that comes to my mind is who came up with this? And mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes. I see things online and specifically I saw something in, and I'm, you know, we've picked on this person before, but I've, I've, I've seen, I saw something online recently. Um, and I wondered if that was her that came up with that, like starting, like trying to start something. And I'm mm. just, and I think that that, I don't know why I think that's lame. You know, like, I just really think that that's lame when you're trying to start the challenge, mm. but it's, but not, somebody, you know, what if it actually becomes a challenge? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but I just, I guess the lame part about it is, is that you're not cool enough to start a challenge to me. You know, I don't think so, you got to be cool. You got to be something to catch on. Like, no, you got to be cool. You can't uh, just be any regular, regular person and start a challenge. Somebody be like, "Oh, that's okay." Damn, that looks I want, fun. like I wonder who started that ice bucket challenge. That wasn't. I don't think it was somebody cool. People didn't know what, what, they, what they was, was even for. It was it was centered around Steve Gleason, and I think I, I can at least I don't know what it was, but I know that someone a muscular in that, in that camp. Which one are you talking about? The, the ice bucket. Ice bucket. Oh, I, I was definitely get to, about to get to the ice bucket challenge in a second. Uh-oh. Oh, bro, but yeah, bro, bro. no, I mean, I'm not, y'all not stopping my flow. Y'all can keep talking about it. But yeah, that was the <laughs> AL, that was the ALS challenge. Yeah, ALS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was centered around Steve Gleason, and yeah. I know, and and I feel like Steve Gleason got a a, a level of coolness to him. <laughs> that makes sense to me. What? That's just... why. That's why it was because the ice bucket. Because that man was real cool. Like they say, he was like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. "I'm not touching." They said that man was oh, in the God. house. Not gonna touch it. And he... <laughs> somebody no, left. I'm the not act... either. Somebody left the air conditioning real low. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna touch it. Not gonna touch it. Nope. That's what he nope. said. Yeah, too. me neither. Because my ideas are very, very bad. So I'm. I mean, horrible right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I don't know. I like I love when I see a little challenge and they just like 
like that walk him down challenge. That was a real thing. Yeah. I like that little song, yeah. NLE Chopper. And he like yeah. walk him down. I mean, I like little challenges. So yeah. you can't just say I'm always a challenge hater. I'm the not. Don't rush, we we would have did the Don Rush challenge if we if we didn't if we didn't have we had haircuts. We'd have did the Don Rush. Okay, challenge. I was gonna talk about it in the next one, but right now, man, I just I just googled. What are the top seven challenges of all time? Well, the top challenges of all time. And I found an article that said top seven challenges, online challenges of all time. Let's see if we agree that these are the top seven. Um, huh? They uh-huh. said planking. Y'all remember planking mm-hmm. challenge was some huge shit. Oh, yeah. I remember that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Though. People was dying. They don't, they don't like no that. one was dying know. from planking challenge. <laughs> no, remember that? No, they, no, I'm saying they were planking somewhere and fell off a building or something. It never that? happened. Okay. I think that did happen, but I'm pretty but sure it for did. you to say that people were dying is putting a hundred on ten. <laughs> so, so. like a person might have planked on a build, like Jay Z. I'm planking on a million. I think okay. No, stop it. Two people died. Two. So I put twenty on a <laughs> hundred on twenty. Yeah. Okay, somebody did. <laughs> One person died. Oh, you googled it, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, hundred on ten. All right, cool. <laughs> So the planking challenge was a big one. The next one they said was the T-bowing challenge. Okay. I remember that one. That's when you just kneel and pray. Yeah. Like you kneel on the ground. You had to remember the T-bow challenge. Cutting after he yeah. threw that touchdown against the Steelers. Cutting and people was T-bowing everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. I don't um, the third one was the Harlem Shake challenge. I don't remember that being a challenge like that, but. What was it? Harlem Shake challenge? I remember the dance. Oh, yeah. um, the Harlem Shake Challenge was the one where like LeBron and them, like it wasn't just LeBron, but it was the one where now do the Harlem Shake. Like everybody was still, oh. and then they, they, the music would drop, and then there'll be all, all kind of people just dancing. Oh, you, you when you say with LeBron and them, you mean like the whole Cavaliers team had the whole Cavaliers yeah. costumes yeah. on? Yeah, yes. I did not that know one, that yes. that was called the Harlem Shake Challenge. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, cool. Now do the Harlem Shake. Okay, okay. Um, the next one they had was the ice bucket challenge, which is the ALS that you guys mm-hmm. were talking about. Um, the next one was the cinnamon challenge. Mm-hmm. When those kids was eating that cinnamon and see if they could, they could. Swallow. I remember one time my, my my daughter asked me for something. You got cinnamon? I say, man, I will slap the shit out you if you. And I make you that whole thing. Don't just you not do that. That's stupid. Because first of all, that's a good cinnamon. <laughs> that's the <laughs> first thing. You're not about to waste. <laughs> you about to one. waste my cinnamon. <laughs> About to die in here. <laughs> Behind some bless cinnamon. you, bless you. Here, do it with some cayenne pepper. Let's see how that yeah. that that dumbass booty hole will blow up. <laughs> the last two was the running man challenge. At night, I think mm-hmm. of you. <laughs> which, which, oh, stop there. Burned my booty because <laughs> because that ain't I, the I don't. Man. No, man, that's not the running man. <laughs> Why did that become? I can't let ch- children take our stuff. Like that's not the running man. They took people's stuff too, and that's crazy. They took our song that's for us, the name mm-hmm. of a dance that's for us, and just slapped it together and made some shit for them. Yep, yep. ain't that something? Cheering them, damn cheering. And I would have got away with it if it wasn't for these meddling kids. And um, <laughs> the last challenge. That they put as the top seven was obviously, and you should probably be able to guess this, which was the biggest craze. I think the bigger than all of them, maybe, was the the mannequin challenge. Mannequin challenge. Yeah. They ain't got they ain't got that Kylie Daddy on there. One of people's the Kylie the lip challenge. Yeah, nope, that wasn't on the list. That was the seven on the list. What other ones y'all could think of that was 
that was big time challenges. And Ray Sherman so is behind the mannequin, obviously. Yeah. Um, people don't. A lot of times, people don't know where these things come from. So gone. That's so gone. That challenge song. Yeah. What else they had? Oh, they do it for the dick. Do it for the pussy challenge. That ain't right there. Well, well, I, wait, that. which one is it? It's I both. You can, if you're a girl, you do the the penis part. If you're a man, you do the vagina. But what if you uh, keep going? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I got one. It's probably the newest one, and it's the uh, "Is It Cake" challenge, and that's that's one of my favorite ones. Is it cake? Have you have you oh, not seen people, that? They call, they cover their eyes and eat some stuff. No, no they, make, they got cakes look like real shit. Like oh. it'll be like a toothbrush, but it'd be cake. Like mm-hmm. a real looking dog yeah. standing waiting for somebody at the door, <laughs> Never but the dog will be cake. Never heard of it. Yeah. Really? No. For real? It's like brand new. Like it came out like two, three, two weeks ago, and it's like cake. One dude Everything told his old lady he bought her a car, and it really was a cake. That's crazy. Well, I mean, all the, I, I, I hate that I don't know about it, but man, let me tell you the next thing that burns my booty this week: the Is It Cake Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that I don't know what the Is It Cake Challenge is. No, I just said I don't hate on every challenge. As soon as I found out about it, that's it. He hate on it instantly. Have you, seriously though. Never heard you, of it. I, I want you to go, I'm going but to I want go, you to I'm look Googling at it. I'm Googling it now, Raj. It is, it is very entertaining it's just to hashtag, see what the I mean, cake hashtag, makers Is It Cake? Do. Yeah, just uh. Is It Cake. You could probably just type cake. No, I don't want Cakes. that. Cause. No, cakes, cocky, come cocky. <laughs> yeah, boo cakes is actually <laughs> kind of what they <laughs> Boo cakes is what I should yeah. put. Boosie's behind it. Oh, oh okay. Oh, man, there's a dude <laughs> hand. He cut in half. Oh, some shoes. Okay. It's cake. A Rubik's yeah. Cube. That one seems easy. Nobody has an old telephone. Stop it. That doesn't look really like some beans. Oh, that remote yeah, looks go. pretty real. That lettuce looks real. <laughs> oh, that. Fu- oh, but cutting his hand was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. A Doritos. Oh wow, these are pretty good. Yeah, I didn't think so, you wouldn't like it. You got to yeah, recant no, 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 your booty. Uh, burn your booty in there. You got to recant that. And the, the cake actually looks good. Like mm-hmm. this big lemon they got. That thing looked like a fool. Cutting. I I need one of them for uh, my birthday. Cutting. So even so, I promise that I'm not gonna go nowhere uh, for COVID because I don't want anybody want to feel child. bad. But y'all make me some cake. That look like an ASOS <laughs> bag with stuff, a little Amazon bag. That's a real. That's cake. That's definitely. That's definitely your. That should be your cake. The, the, <laughs> one, the funniest one that I found that I would love to prank somebody with is they got this what a burger, uh, biscuit breakfast sandwich. Oh yeah, and it and it's cake. It's not a, a breakfast sandwich. I love how people that's like it's not cake. Oh, is it cake? Come to find out. I love it. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, so, I'm like, a fan. like what, what the, what the, what the thing is is like. I guess what the challenge is, or what the, the fun thing about it is, is like people starting to question everything. Like, yeah, is what is cake and what's not cake? Mm-hmm. You never know. You might just pass up something on the road. You might see a, um, a stop sign and think, like, not nah, cake. cake. Mm-hmm. Your PlayStation Four, your your old lady might have made that a cake. That's not a PlayStation Four no more. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw. Did you did you see when they made it was COVID? But they was like, oh, it's cake. It ain't really COVID. Oh, you could. Oh, you could just bring um your old, propose to your lady and give her a ring with a cake ring. Cake, cake. 
You get it, babe? It's this cake. funny. It's this cake. funny. You probably get shot. Not right yet. Here, Not yet. Not soon, yet. though. Soon, yeah. Not yet. Get Relax. stabbed in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me actually tell you the next thing that burns my Buddha this week. And we are talking challenges still. Um... Basically, the concept of not doing a challenge correctly burns my Buddha. Um, so obviously, we posted the this morning. We posted challenge accepted. The um, the, that was the, and, funny. And let me get y'all put y'all behind the scene, fellas. If if guys are listening, so y'all didn't hear. Morning, yeah, yeah, it was a couple of mornings ago, right? Um, <laughs> if y'all not behind the scenes, this is what happens. This is this is the message that happens. Uh, women actually DM them each other and say. I was careful to choose who I think will meet the challenge, but above all, who I know who shares the same type of thinking amongst women, there are several criticisms. Instead, we should take care of each other. We are beautiful the way we are. Post a pic in black and white alone, written, challenge accepted, and mention my name. Identify 50 women to do the same in private. I choose you because you are beautiful, strong, and incredible. Let's love oh, that's each That's from other. Megan Thee Stallion. So... They all started doing the, the challenge accepted thing that we've been seeing in black and white. But I've I seen chicks yeah. do it not in black and white. It burns yes. my booty. Yeah. I, I never knew what it was or how it came about. I thought, you know, they were trying to stand strong with Megan, I guess, after she had a little rent, you know, whatever. But um, I, I never knew. I just scrolled right on past. I wasn't mad about it, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not mad about it either. I think, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I, <clears throat> I can't get mad at, like, I mean, I don't know, like, if it's something, it's something that that caught, you know, like, and it and it seems like it's it's sticking very well, um, then it, then it becomes a cool challenge. Yeah, I do, however, uh, agree that like if someone deviated away from the message, you know, like if someone with some acumen sent out that message and was like posted in black and white and this is what we doing as women mm-hmm. and i send that out and then you got some you know woman that's not as smart as the rest of y'all that doesn't do it the right way like that is like i probably would be in that woman's dms and being like hey like i need you to go take the color off of the picture you know what i secretly believe right you know what i secretly believe I secretly believe nobody emailed that woman and told her to uh, post it. Because yeah, now I'm seeing just challenge accepted. Like right? I don't see challenge accepted. <laughs> Was ham with y'all, y'all beautiful and strong and gifted. <laughs> at, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Aloysia, nice. At, Aloysius. <laughs> Aloise. 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 Carl Netta um, Los <laughs> Loisha Roger Nail Roger Rog- <laughs> Regina Regina Yeah Regina King Roger Nay Roger Nay Yeah I don't see it either I just see hashtag whatever and then I'm seeing people who I'm like no nobody told you that stop nobody nominated you stop it That's funny It, it just really takes surprised. I guess I takes it one I guess it takes one person um to to mess around and nominate somebody who off off the um who out of the cool kids circle for that person to nominate other people. Mm-hmm. And then that thing spread like COVID. Like yeah. all in the community. <laughs> all in the community. All in the community. I mean, I would feel, I would feel if, if that, if, if the way that this thing is catching on in the, um, you know, in the, in the world of women, I, uh, 
I'd be upset if I didn't get no nomination. Ooh. I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, and, and I'm pretty much we're talking about those other things, like things like the the ice bucket challenge is one that people mm-hmm. definitely nominated each other for. I remember, yeah, being like, okay, cool, I got nominated. But I didn't do it. Not, but I'm like, I like the, it. yeah, but I was like, I'm happy that someone was like, hey, I nominated my boy. Yeah. Hell. Cool. Yeah, remember the, uh, when they were killing all the black men at one time? <laughs> uh, they were doing the, on Facebook, they were sending around that little poster picture yourself. I'm a strong black man. Oh, Ooh, yeah. They, they had a cool, yeah. you know, was was one of my favorites on the cool. Now, this is a, this is a, this was one that was kind of controversial. But do y'all remember the If They Gun Me Down challenge? No. I, I don't know if it was if or when they gunned me down. I think it was if they gunned me down. And the idea was... I had to check was, and see if that shit rounded with nothing nice to say first. <laughs> <laughs> we got some time. We got time. I'm looking at it. We, we got, got time. time today. We got, we got time some time. <laughs> um, no, but the idea was like people like Trayvon and people like Mike Brown, like when they got killed, that the media would post a picture of them looking all thuggish. And oh, it yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't oh, post... Yeah. And so people was posting pictures of themselves, like, you know, successful black men of like when I was in college while and throwing up exposure mm-hmm. with middle finger to the yeah. to the camera. And it was like the if they gun me down challenge. Yeah. And I I mean, it, it's it's a terrible message, but it was kind of funny, too, in that, like, that's what they're going to post. That's what the that's media is going to post. That's yeah. exactly what they're going to post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I know. I, I know. They, I ended up taking the picture down. That they would post to me. I took it off my... I tell Chunk to take it off his page to our Facebook. I didn't know. They would post me with a do-rag on, a tummy hill figure shirt on, with two half a gallons of Belvedere in my hand. Yeah. By these classic the, weekend. That's the one y'all want to... That's the man y'all 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 over yeah. here saying whatever. But look at him. That's the one. Yeah, look at him. He beat his, and having he, a good time. He beat his pregnant baby mama. That's what they said about, <laughs> that's what they said about George Floyd. They was trying to yeah. him all kind of ways. Man. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Got to stop it. Man, the last yeah. thing that burned my boot at this week is losing your wallet. I don't know if I said it on air. Did I say it on air that I lost my wallet a couple weeks ago? Uh, I don't think, I don't so. think so. I don't remember. I lost I everything. So. I lost my ID. Yeah. I lost about eight, nine credit cards. It's making me re- reevaluate if I need Ooh. all those credit cards at the same time. Mm. Um, it Got lost... a contribution to this. Yeah, I lost my... Um, my top golf card, I lost my oh, um, insurance card, and maybe one or two other little knickknack cards. But I didn't have no cash in it, so I was like, okay. At that point, it was all cards, so I was like, I didn't lose no cash. Yeah. So what else? I was kind of you lost know, your little like, business cards you be getting. Yeah, at the little, uh, things. I saw. That you I did. Copy I, back from. <laughs> I lost a good bit, but that's yeah. um, yeah. So losing my wallet burns my booty. I'm gonna have some couple of humble brags and flexes in a second. But Raj, what do you have to add? To <laughs> so I um <clears throat> I had the same fears. So I was uh, I was a little a little proactive about it. So I went down to the store and I got myself one of the wallet. And I'm gonna give you a, a picture of my wallet. It has um the front of it or whatever the one side of it has like uh, um, a clear section for my ID. So that's just one side of the wallet. And it don't fold. It's not a bill fold or anything. It's just a, just a straight piece. And it's got three slots on the other side. And what I got in it is I got two credit cards, a debit card, and a Costco card. And that's it. And you, so you keep and it. So like you're I, a minimalist. I, minimalist. I kept out. I, I had all of that in my wallet too. I had my insurance card. I had, you know, business cards, like Lo said, from people that I probably... You know, mm-hmm. would want to hit up. At, yeah, like I'm, I'll, I'll probably never call him, but some, you know, like I might find this card and be like, "Oh, dang, this dude told me he shows so sold shoelaces." 
<laughs> um, that really happened. I really did have a shoelace thing in my. But anyway, um, and so I was like, you know what? I don't need none of that. I'm gonna just go simple, and I, I, I think that's what everyone should do. So, Roger, I just sent y'all. A, I just sent y'all a picture of my new wallet, so you can click on it. Um, I texted it to y'all just so you can see it. I mean, I don't. It's Gucci. You know, yeah, I mean, just this. No, hold up, dog. Just, just check it out. I'm not telling you. We don't have to talk about it or nothing That's like that. This, but this I got the brown is what one. I'm talking about. I got the brown one. That is the that is the new wallet that's uh, that's happening. You know, it's the perks of membership. Dude, that's a five hundred and sixty dollars. Very, very nice God, wallet. Man. That's a very nice wallet. Um, I I applaud you. The only thing when I was looking for a wallet is I needed that ID section. Yeah, my yeah. ID to be mm-hmm. visible. I've, I've kind of went away from the ID, the visible ID, Daddy. Um, I, I used to like it that part too, but I haven't done it in a while. I think that that makes a bunch of sense. Um, but let me tell you the biggest humble brag. Not even how dope my new wallet is. It is the ID, the I, the idea that I requested a new ID and they sent it to me. And when they sent me the new ID, it was in the mail. I think I paid like ten dollars for the replacement. It's mm-hmm. a real ID. I don't have to go wait in line at the DMV to get the travel daddy. Oh, yeah. They send you the real the travel daddy. So if you, yeah, you remember, oh, yeah I got mine you too. I had, I, yeah, I had to redo mine. <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to renew mine for my um, birthday. It was, yeah. it was about to expire. I had mine so long. So, uh, and I, I called. Well, I just did online. Yeah. And then they sent me the, they sent me the travel daddy. Mm-hmm. So if anybody out there is like, damn, I forgot y'all talked about this a couple months ago that I'm gonna have to have the new travel daddy with the star on it. Just call the DMV and tell them you lost your ID, and they will send you a brand new one with the travel with the Star Daddy on it. And it's a yeah. new ID in Texas. I didn't even know that. My shit brand new. Hologram Daddy. Next level. Yeah. yeah. Next level. Out you. Out you. Same old picture. Same old picture from forever. Same old picture for life. For till I'm thirty nine thousand years old. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, hey man. So I don't have a lot of stories to talk about this week. Obviously, we went super long with the burns my Buddha and everything else in the challenges. But I think the biggest thing we can talk about this week is the NBA season. And um, the NBA season is about to kick off this week. And mm-hmm. um, you know, like I, we talked about last week, I went, I put put a little money down, man. I put my money where my mouth was, man. I put some money down. Oh, I just put some money too. I put some money put on some the money Lakers. Too. Yeah, where'd you put some money on, Raj? Ooh, so long shot, long shot. But I put fifty dollars to win twelve fifty on the Lakers to meet the Seventy Sixers in the finals. Okay, I love it. Mm. I love, I love, it. I love bets. That's just I'm just doing some stuff right now. I, don't, I love. It. I, don't I, mean, know I, just to, I just, I just, I just bet with Al. He be like, "Hey, I'm gonna put that." I be like, "Here, put my fifty on that too." <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think that betting, like, I well, okay. So this is why I know, and I don't want to get too deep into the player names, and whatnot. But Kawhi Leonard's not there anymore. Jimmy Butler's not there anymore, and I think that the Sixers still have like a championship caliber team, and they almost made it last year. Oh. So I think, so I think that they're gonna meet. Like, I, what's I, I crazy think is Eastern, I've been trying Eastern to talk myself. I've been trying to talk myself into taking the Raptors. Mm. The Raptors are not gonna make it there. No, I'm good hey, you know what's crazy about the Raptors? They've been in the bubble an extra two weeks since everybody else. I think that's mm. something to do with like because they had to come from Canada early. I think they might have like extra camaraderie, man. That's the kind of look. 
people out there, I, who, when we talk about betting, this is this type of shit we bet on. Like, like mm-hmm. that kind of a feeling. Like, the boys might be, mm-hmm. like, more friends with each other than everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. I, 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 just, I think they're going to matter. Kawhi Leonard does not. Just that's just too. And heavy. I love the Celtics jerseys. The Celtics all got the the messages on the back that's going ham. Yeah. I might, you know, I might put a little dope. couple on the Celtics. That's dope. I just think with that bubble man, it is no, it's no fans. It ain't no pressure. Them boys just uh, really uh, in there playing pickup ball. You know what I mean? So I think it's gonna it's gonna be a lot more competitive than that's people crazy. think it is. I love the way you. Yeah, there's no that. allure. I love. There's the way no allure of being the Lakers and the Clippers and the in the in the Knicks. Like everybody from Orlando. The Orlando Knicks. No pressure. Orlando people Lakers. who hoop. Everybody who if you can yeah, hoop. Yeah, in there hooping, man. That's why people like, that's why the Lakers went get J.R. Smith and um, yeah. Deion Waiters, cutting Because they ain't just no people pressure. who be hooping. Ain't no pressure. <laughs> just can't hoop. Just ain't no pressure. Ain't nobody in there looking at you. The, the You know, you got a couple maybe interviews after, you know, uh, after the game. They, you know, the, the swarm of the media and all that stuff. You know, you cut off from the world. Ain't no pressure, man. You just go in that thing and hoop with about twenty five people in there. You know what I mean? And they hooping too, so it ain't no. It's it's a different dynamic, man. You know. Yeah, I'm, when, I'm when interested it, to see that, man. To see where yeah. it's gonna go with it. But speaking of the bubble, man, one of the first big bubble stories is that Lou Will is they got that boy <laughs> on quarantine because that boy went to Magic City and got some wings. Explain that story to me. Somebody who knows something, please tell me something. Somebody, uh. One of his, I think his his friend's dad died. I guess he kind of helped raise him or whatever. They was close. So he got, uh, a, like, a, you know, he got an excuse to be able to go. And I guess after the funeral and after the, whatever the ceremony, whatever they had after that, the whole party went to, you know, Magic City. And he just said he went in to get some. And he took a picture with one of them rappers. I forgot. The, was it oh. not Pops, Perps? Not one of them. Took a picture with some little rapper. <laughs> and then the dude posted it. And try to say it was an old picture, but Louis had a mask on. So that's how he got it. Okay, I didn't know how it all went down, but um, and he got his own. He got Lou Will Sweet Sweet. Oh, the wings. Own wings. The wings over there. He got, yeah, he got his own wings. Nah, I, I didn't realize he ATL legend. They say he a legend out there. Oh yeah, man. Part. ATL. I mean, Booming out in South Gwinnett like Lou Will. I, I do that. Six man like Lou Will. I knew Ross yeah. was say that. <laughs> and they get along like I'm Lou Will. <laughs> Six man, dog. He's a legend in uh, across the across the um, the border too. So don't get it twisted. Lou Lou Will is True. is a living legend, man. Um, but let me speak of somebody who's way better than Lou Will, who's pro- who's not in the bubble, and that's Kyrie. So I've been seeing these posts saying that Kyrie donated three hundred twenty three thousand dollars and two uh, two hundred fifty thousand meals throughout New York. Mm-hmm. He's also donated two hundred thousand Beyond Burgers to the. Um, Food Bank for NYC. He donated 3,000 masks and two trucks of food to the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. He produced a TV special seeking um, justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. Side note, today is a good day to arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. And um, right, right. he started a $1.5 million fund for WNBA players who decided to opt out for their own safety. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking about Kyrie's moves? One thing, is, it's a great text right off. That's the first thing I thought. To, I, you know, he cares. I mean, you know, when you're getting like, you got to give back, man. That's, that's where you're going to be, uh, you know, especially with the mask and the pandemic was going on, you know, donating Beyond Meat and stuff. You know, I don't know if people, people going to know how to cook that, but whatever. Um, you know, I think it's noble. It's very you know? easy to cook. Yeah, but I mean. They're patties, my nigga. They're patties. Everybody, everybody can cook patties. <laughs> and if you, if, you cook, if you cook them too long, they disgusting. Go ahead. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, with the with the you know the NBA women, if they if they want to do that with the uh, WNBA, they want to make a fund and have people donate. The money gonna run out soon. But I mean, that's you know I see him on this Kobe shit. He trying to you know step in the mumbles shoes a little bit. I'm, I'm cool with it. That's what you're thinking. Like hmm? mama, yeah. like like okay. I mean, I don't know. I think he just... With the WNBA Kyrie, stuff? I think that's what it is. I don't know, but I think Kyrie... Oh, with the WNBA stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more along the lines of him being kind of a person who's like anti-going back, anti-the bubble. We need to yeah. be worried about social justice is what he's been talking mm-hmm. about. I think he's trying to yeah, put his money too. where his mouth is. He's mm-hmm. trying to basically be a Colin Kaepernick who actually plays. And I mean, yeah. that's a way better look for Kyrie than being like... The weirdo who thinks the earth is flat, and that's what I was just about run. to say. It's you gonna be hard. For, it's gonna be hard for people to to kind of take him seriously because he thinks the earth is flat. <laughs> Why don't I think know? he I think he reneged on that because he a renegger. But go ahead. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd give one of y'all a layup. Yeah, then <laughs> throw it up there. <laughs> no, nah, I, I think like I Kyrie. I think, I mean, I think it's cool. I think that the, I, I wish a bunch of, I wish every player did this, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I just, the boy, you see, you see players just making it to the league and it's like, oh yeah, this player signed for, you know, 10 million. And it's like, man, what, what you going to do with all of that? You know, like help somebody out. And and, you, and I'm glad, I'm glad to see that Kyrie, I, I think they got players in the league that idolize Kyrie. And I just hope that, you know, he might start a trend for other people to start helping out, you know? Yeah, I, and I, and I mean, really, I, I wish that the owners would do that. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. way more money than Kyrie. Yeah. So I wish that like they would match what Kyrie did or double it what Kyrie yeah. did because they can. They, I just don't. I just don't hear about it. You know? I'm reading right now. They Maybe said actually Kyrie's starting a challenge, and this is what this is all about. <laughs> for the, the all your money no, challenge. for the <laughs> WNBA all, challenge. Donate all your money challenge <laughs> <laughs> for the WNBA challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now, nah, like yeah. you, you gotta realize when them boys. <laughs> I just gave all my money in black and white to the WNBA. Now, now I'm homeless. I'm nominated by Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I'm homeless. I, I'm, I'm, I'm staying in the projects back in my mama's house, and I can't pay my agent. <laughs> and I owe Uncle Sam now after my ten million. Oh, that's wow. forty off that thing off the top. No, man, I did my three percent to your agent. Yeah, what you decide. I don't have it. I don't know about that supporting the WNBA stuff. I mean, it sounds good in theory, but I mean, you know, it's like I think it has to be a better plan. And women's soccer, like we've had this conversation on the yeah. thing. Like, it's all about revenue, bro. Who's bringing yeah. in the money, dog? Like, that's yeah. how you get paid. That's how that's how yeah. America works. Like, doctors get paid a bunch because it costs a bunch of money to get to have surgery. You yes. know what I mean? Like, that, this is you can't just walk off the street and be like, take a little ten week class, be like, all right. Uh, who need their heart taken out? Teachers don't I get paid a bunch because kids go to school for free. But go ahead, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think if I think if it means a lot to you to pay to make like to make sure that the WNBA players are paid because like a, a one point five million, you know, and, he and did not. The players that it said out. he started a one point five million million dollar fund that don't necessarily Bruh. mean donated one point five. So okay, I I, under, I get that. All right, but okay. I still think that if he start if Kyrie Irving starts a GoFundMe. And puts it on his page. It's probably gonna generate whatever money yeah. he wants to generate. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever you know, like even if it's indirect, let's say he did it. I, I, if that's important to him, that's not the same conversation that we were having. I get the whole generating revenue, but um, 
but like I also think it's kind of crazy that fe- like in WNBA players get paid more overseas for like yeah, the overseas do. money you know than why? they do in the WNBA. They generate revenue over there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that though. Yes, I do because they get paid. <laughs> it's real simple, man. That hey, ain't rocket science. Guess what? Instagram models generate way more money going to um, Dubai and Saudi Arabia. No, no. Instagram models generate way more money going to OnlyFans. That was well, There you go. <laughs> Jimmy Smacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's getting paid. Jimmy Smacks, yeah. It's real simple, man. The math is unfallible, Raj. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, the WNBA do like Brittany Griner and them. They they like be taking off whole seasons to go play overseas because the money better. Diana Taurasi yeah. did that for a long time. So I mean, I get it as being a thing. I don't know. It's just I get where their head is at and where his heart is at to try to do equity mm-hmm. and pay pay equality because you know that is seen in a bunch of things. But, but see, I, um, I don't believe that. That's not that don't have to do with pay equality. So the thing that doesn't make no sense money. to me is like <laughs> men's tennis and women's tennis. I, that women's tennis gets paid less, that wouldn't make sense to me because I feel like yeah. they make more money or just as much. Because yeah. I don't even watch male tennis. I only watch women's tennis. I don't want to watch, watch Serena and other little black girl. Well, that part too. It's like three of them. <laughs> it's Naomi yeah. Osaka and it's Coco Golf. I watch all three of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watch them. They got Sloan. Sloan Stevens. Sloan. Sloan Stevens. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean. And if I turn to it and it's, um, what's your boy name? Joe Willie Songa. I stay on that too. Oh, man. yeah. But the thing about it, they get paid individually. I don't think they get paid as a whole as association, right? They get paid. Yeah, no, but they get stuff. paid. Yeah, but they do get paid for winning titles and stuff. Like Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Women's, Wimbledon is definitely generating all the money. Mm-hmm. But I think the men get paid <laughs> Wimbledon. more. The women. Yeah, that is crazy. Jack Wimbledon? Who is Wimbledon? Wimbledon. Good, yeah, it's Wimbledon. Terry Wimbledon. He used to play um, third base for the Braves. hey but nah man so you was talking about Lou Will I was talking about Lou Will and it got me to thinking Raj you was taken aback earlier this week when I said that Houston has a drive-through strip daddy Mm -hmm. it's actually yeah I didn't think that that was real life it's actually called Vivid Gentleman's Club I have no clue where it is Um, it's on uh, it's on West Timer oh it is Uh, yeah down past where all of them at um it's right behind, you know, that uh, uh, that African club we went to that time. That's back off in the cut. Hmm. No, by the uh, it's a Mexican oh. restaurant. You make it left. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you talking about for that there. for John Murray birthday party. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's over there. Okay, I do remember by by um, Chacho Ruchis. It's a Ruchis. Yeah, it's over the down Ruchis. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's vivid. I believe. Okay, so. I guess we'll check it out and see. No, we're not. <laughs> we're definitely not going over there. <laughs> we're definitely not going to pay to watch chicks in mask dance um, from outside the car. From my car. Um, yeah, not not worth the money and go eat. Oh, yeah. I mean, nah, some I'm people got to be, I feel like you got to be very hard up and or desperate or bored to be going to stuff like that. And then, yeah, I mean, stick, you might not wear a mask if you're going to touch that money. You got COVID instantly. I love the fact that you threw in the word bored because I would, if I was in Houston, definitely I would, would ride love by to be bored and be like, man, let's go pass by, uh, just to say that I went. 
Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If we was like stand with each other and we didn't have chicks, like like if this was like if we was just bored for real, for real. And it was no, yeah. we were seniors in we college. Were, we were seniors we in go. college. Of course, we go. Seniors in college, we're definitely going. No, if I was 34 years old <laughs> in Houston and we was riding like we was riding, you know, years ago, I would love to go just pass. Like let's just go pass and see. But we went to a real What's going point? on over there? I don't necessarily want to go get no dance or nothing like that. I don't want to even like I don't want to be a part of the festivities. But I just want to go pass and <laughs> go see pass what's going on. See who down. are who are all over there. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like you gotta have swangers to go in there too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. You gotta have swangers and they got they got uh hookahs Pokies, too available. Pokies. You know who would love to go there? Chunky, because he could stay in his car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he could bring his car. He could bring his car. <laughs> Shocking, <laughs> like the most love my car. Yeah, <laughs> man, strip daddy. I'm gonna go strip. Oh, I ain't gotta get out. Wow, I bet. All right, man. Look, you know who's somebody else who's trying to start a strip club on Hopkins Street in New Iberia, right across from Bill Russell's Moose Daniels of Urban Flosaurus. Now's as good a time as any to check out the good folks at Urban Flosaurus. The big homie Moose Daniels has been supplying a steady stream of independent, underground, and exclusive R&B, hip-hop, and beyond across your airwaves. Pretty much any day of the week, you can catch Mr. Hydrate or Intoxicate on Facebook Live under Urban Flosaurus, spinning something extra soulful or jazzy that'll either take you back to a certain time in your life or make you wonder why you never heard that track before. Go to his link tree at linktree forward slash urbanflowsaurus to find the links for the radio shows, podcasts, and live performances from Moose Harris. And be sure to follow him at moose underscore Harris on Instagram and Twitter. Man, listen, there's so many ways to consume music these days. And Urban Flosaurus produces content in every which way imaginable. So check him out. Moose Harris of Urban Flosaurus. A different voice with a show like you've never heard before. Ooh, if you're looking for the biggest cat on the bayou with all the flow and connects, holla at that boy Moose. Say Moose. Moose. There you go, right there. All right. <laughs> hey, man. One time for the one time. Moose Daniels doing his thing. Man, listen. Another NBA story that I was thinking about this week. Okay, so let me say this in the right way. In the politically correct way. Um, and not the way that we text amongst friends. So, Rumble kept sending us videos of D-Wade's son this week, of him <laughs> posting D-Wade's son doing cartwheels, and and just and D-Wade and his son just walking with like yeah. with his whole little um, Marshmallow Man outfit on he had, whatever she had, I'm sorry. And my comment to the group was kind of like, why that man always got to exploit his son's homosexuality? And then I thought about it. And this is my thought, and I'm just throwing it out to y'all, and I just want to hear what your thoughts on it. Is this his coping mechanism? Is this how D-Wade is like, I don't, I never wanted, like, I didn't want this. Obviously, I wasn't, like, planning for this, but this is what's happening now. So, mm -hmm. the way I'm going to cope with it is just by being, like, super dad and just mm -hmm. posting posting everything he do, or she do. <laughs> I, I think more so than anything, if, you know, he if he was his other son, he would be doing the same thing. So, I don't, you know... I don't know if he's coping with it. I guess he's just trying to make sure she, she um, is comfortable and understand that he, he she, uh, she has his full support. Dang, that was hard. She has his full support. You know what I mean? I don't think he's doing anything he wouldn't do for his other son. You know what I mean? I just think it's just, you know, this is getting a lot more attention, you know, because the situation. 
You know what I mean? So I don't mean I'm sure I'm sure it's not easy. I know that for sure, but you know. My my biggest gripe with the whole thing is is I thought that um um mm-hmm. the other son was gonna be able to do like some fire flips. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I thought he was about to I thought he was gonna come through and do something like a double backflip or something like that. What's his name? Zaire? Zaire. I, I thought Zaire was about to come through with some you know, something. I definitely thought he had something better than what he had. But the the in in and you know in in being around um, cheerleading as much as I have been around cheerleading in my life, um, I, I I know that like sometimes like so you know there's tumbling mm-hmm. and I thought whenever I saw um, Zaya in the skirt and everything I didn't expect her to do cartwheel so gingerly to do the back like the back bend to the flip over I thought it was gonna be like. I'm running. I'm good. I'm gonna do a, a a round off, and I'm gonna cut a couple. Like you know, I thought I was gonna see some like some athletic, power some athletic power tumbling. I like how you put. Yeah, that. Yeah, I was very disappointed just to see ginger cartwheels and and whatever Zaire did. That was a waste of my time. So basically, the, they should have some ribbons from like the um rhythmic. You know the the, the gymnastics where they got the little ribbons. Yeah, that that's what that's what they was doing. Mine as the, well. Zaire shouldn't even been a part of the, the a part of the the um the, the because. Band. But my thing is, it was supposed to be a joke. Zaire couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, but that's my whole point. I feel like they're posting it just to exploit the fact that he's doing ginger flips. Like yeah. literally, Raj, what you just said would have made. It would have made me feel completely different if they said, oh, we're having a tumbling contest. And Zaire went over there and he did like a backflip or two, like boom, boom. And he was yeah. able to hit like two backflips off of a cartwheel. And we're like, oh, that boy could hoop and he could, he could do some flips. That means he's a little athlete. And yeah. then Zaya came and she was just like, boom, boom, power tumbling. Like, oof, oof, yeah. oof, oof, oof. Twisted in one and a yeah, half. Be, yeah, and yeah. then I, I would love to have the conversation to be like, oh, man, I don't know, man. We calling her a girl, but she over there. Flipping like a grown, like a grown dude. You know what I mean? She like got, he like passed some of that old athleticism down to it, right? Like the people mm-hmm. who have time at the um at the at the basketball games and stuff. Oh, yeah. like like that yeah. kind of thing. But nah, yeah, it, it, it was. It felt exploitive to me. It just yeah, felt like I just I just I think it's a it's a it's a family it's a uh, Wade family little fun thing. Uh, can I say something <laughs> that just came to my mind? That's rude. Let me say it. It came to my mind. It's rude. Go ahead. I wonder how, like, don't don't D Wade have two sons and a daughter? The other one. Yeah, he got a little girl right now, and he got two sons, right? Yeah, well, outside I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's got two daughters and a son now, right? Like he's got the oldest Zaire, then he's got Zaire, then he's got mm-hmm. the baby. And he got another they, child. He got an outside baby too. Okay, so I don't remember that, but okay, we're just gonna talk about them three. Uh, LeBron had two two boys and a girl too. I wonder how that man feel like his kids, bro, bro. I gotta me. stop. I gotta stop. Yes. <laughs> I mean, his sons was on the same team with LeBron's son hooping, and LeBron's son was better than him. I mean, them two niggas was on the same team on the Heat, and LeBron was better than him. Do that man just feel like LeBron better? <laughs> I'm just. I'm not even answering that, man. It's the James family, couldn't it, man? It's LeBron James. I mean, no matter how Dwayne Wade you get, you'll never be LeBron James. But does he feel like I got Gabrielle Union, so I'm winning? Because in reality, I don't know. I think I, I, I think I might like Savannah more than Savannah. <laughs> that's what, and and that's what I'm saying too. Because 
because oh, you know, and God. I don't know if we're supposed to say this, but did you see Dwayne Wade's first wife? Oh yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, it was hurting. I mean, that but that he's been with her since high school or something, right? Yeah. And 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 to more so to make my point, LeBron been with his girl since high school too. So they pull something bad. No, okay, but did you no? Le, Dwayne Wade went as big as LeBron in high school, and he went to Chicago Public School. The pickers was slim. Los, he was still Dwayne Wade. Like nah, you know no, no, not in high school. He started like, being Dwayne Wade to like his senior. He barely made the Marquee in no grades. That boy was a power forward when he went to he was Dwayne Wade. He wasn't big like that then. He he went up McDonald All American, but he so he, went he was on sports, the star he went basketball on player at his. He went. He was the star. You don't have to be all of that to to to, to snatch something bad. They might have been the baddest one they had. Oh, How you know they weren't the baddest one? They it had? wasn't the baddest one. I'm so mad at you <laughs> for this. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> Roger, disappointed. Yes, because that man was cold in basketball in high school, and he's not a terrible-looking person. He should have snatched him something back. Yes, his life is is a a, a, a egg shot of an omelet to LeBron James's life. I mean, yeah, it is. I it mean, it, so even if he would have had something that was just oh like God. regular, something regular, fine. That's like okay, like yeah, What's wrong with y'all? like around the way. You know what I mean? What is wrong with y'all? I don't know. I I think that's what he getting at. No, ain't we, nothing wrong with that lady, bro. No, I'm, well, go look at her because you didn't see it. <laughs> go look at her. No, I've I mean, never seen it. Look, go look at a picture of Chris Paul wife and how she just looked yeah. like just a regular little around the way yeah. chick. That would be fine for the way wife yeah. was hurting, boy. Stop it. I never, I never saw it, man. It's, it's, okay, it's, please, no. Sometimes it's about the heart, man. It ain't all about how it looks. Los, go look <laughs> at that lady right now, Los. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> go look at that lady right now. <laughs> and just see if you think her name that is Dwayne Wade. Seal Vaughn Funches. What's her name? I'm looking at it right now. Seal Vaughn Funches. Oh my God. Ooh, woo. I mean, I guess there's a time in life if you put, catch you at a certain angle. Oh my God. Oh. Man, no, none. Oh, no. Yeah, that I, man I, was might like, have been I fine. feel bad, oh. but that man was obligated to go get Gabrielle Union. He was. Oh, uh, hold on. She ain't that bad, though. I don't do it that. Come on, Los. They say that she still called um, Zaya her son in this article I'm looking at. That's Zaya's mama. That's all his children. She mama. got some. She got a few on here that she decent. She got a few Someone teeth, she... man. She got a lot of teeth. That's a. Uh... Damn, yeah. Yeah, she. That's all. He, him, and Gabrielle Union got that. Got that. I think they got the latest. But like all the other children, all his children that are like kids. But you know, you know what? It is? I think. I think. I think. Her. As she got older, the stress got to her. Oh, that's, now she don't look bad with this one when she talking about Gabrielle the way. All right, hold up. Now I'm looking at one. The first one. The first Stay one. Tuned. <laughs> the first one. Oh, he's about to rough. send you the worst one. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna send you the one from high school. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't judge women like that, bro. That's that's bad to be judging black women. You can't, and you can't, Rod. You can't judge somebody off of somebody as we back in the day. Exactly. That is we wrong. wasn't judging. Now cue up that music for nothing nice to say. You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't. Say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll do nice. I ain't nothing nice.
You hear me? Shit. So I was at the crib this weekend uh, chilling, and I decided that I was finally in the mood to watch uh, 13th on Netflix. I know I'm mad late, but I have to be in a particular mindset to watch shows about racism in America. That type of shit can mess up my whole day and, and, and have me not want to go to work and be around white folks for weeks. I guess you could say that I'm a bit sensitive when it comes to these topics. Well, needless to say, 13th was a poignant and thought-provoking documentary. Um, Ava DuVernay was at her best in putting together a complete story of the prison industrial complex and how it derived from the last vestiges of what was formerly slavery in America. In short, the 13th made it illegal to have slaves unless they were criminals. So this country decided to not give us any means to make money so that black men would become quote-unquote criminals so that they could get slave labor out of us, plain and simple. But when I was watching it, they went through almost every president since the civil rights movement and showed their roles in perpetuating white privilege and the incarceration of black men. Let me reiterate that. They went through every damn president, right? And the only one that stuck out to me, or the one that really stuck out to me, was Bill Clinton. They talked mm-hmm. about how the crime bill in 1994 was that bullshit. That, that's the one that instituted the three-strike rule, among other tough-on-crime things, that were aimed at being more harsh than the Republicans so he could get elected. Basically, go play saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show, then turn around and try to put black folks away for life and take the decision-making out of judges' hands. Ultimately, this got me to thinking. Outside of Obama, whoever was really for us? I mean, they definitely were shucking jive for our votes and make it seem like Democrats are the lesser of the two evils. But when was the black agenda ever really a thing? I'll answer that question. It never has been. Nobody really out here trying to implement policies that's going to help black Americans. So I can see how hoteps and niggas like Colin Kaepernick said that they didn't vote in 2016 because Hillary, by association with Bill, was just as bad as everybody else. Which brings me to this overarching idea. Maybe it's necessary for Trump to get elected. He has been the absolute unequivocal worst president in the history of the country. He's an ignorant, senile, racist bitch and is unapologetic about anything to stay in power. He lies, he steals, he cheats, and don't give two fucks about anyone that's not in his inner circle. And that's truth. I think it may have been necessary for us to see just how bad it could be so people could get off their asses and vote. And that the candidates we vote for, who really want our vote, have to have serious policy ideas that will affect black folk. I don't think that if they would have actually cared to do it or just they would assume that they have our vote if it wasn't for incidents like what happened with George Floyd and Trump refusing to say that Black Lives Matter and everything that's going on with race in America today. We need a bitch ass racist in the White House for people to actually see that there's a huge problem. So let's see where this goes, because I ain't got nothing nice to say about continuing to rely on black people when you're not looking out for us in the long run. So I won't say nothing at all. Hmm. You're wrong when you're right. Definitely don't give a damn about nobody. But I mean, I don't think nobody gave a fuck about us. It's it's kind of the whole thing. Like nobody cares about the black agenda. They just count on our vote. I'm still gonna throw put this crime bill together. I'm still gonna do. So I get the sentiment. That boy boy went so far to say, "Hey, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." But you remember what Trump said? Black people vote for me. What do you have to lose? You don't have shit. Fuck you! Fucking you don't have shit. You (laughs) you first of all, you're black. Yeah, number one. <laughs> number I mean, that, that, one. that alone should let you say, vote, fuck it, I'll vote for him, I'll whatever. I'll fucking try whatever. some shit. Yeah, I mean, hell. 
Hey, whoever, whoever gets up here, it ain't gonna matter to you anyway. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we don't give Might as well try some different shit. Maybe I'll yeah. do something. Maybe hey, I'll fuck hey, you over, you, but maybe hey, not. <laughs> I'll give you a bunch of memes. I gave you twelve hundred dollars when the coronavirus happened. <laughs> and yeah. some memes. And some we, you know what's memes. crazy? We actually we actually talked about this on an early podcast about him being the great uniter. Yeah. By way of being just just bringing um bringing light to the fact that people like him exist. So um so yeah, you might have a you might be on to something there. Yeah. Like oh no. But like it's almost like black lives black lives are beginning to matter because of him. Because right? He you know like because he's the perfect example of people that you know that are like what about white lives matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's the perfect example of everything that's like fucked up and it's like that yeah. people can sit down there and watch it and be like, "Well, damn, am I that bad?" Is it that bad? Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's it's that bad. And you are if you support him. So, I mean, yes, it's a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy flex, man. Um, Before we get out of here, I definitely want to say this. looks like people was listening to our podcast, as we say all the time, Mm -hmm. people saying it's Jeff Bezos wife, but both Hampton and Xavier one time, X, you who rocks the house? X, you rocks the house? X, 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 you. Anyway, we got our biggest donations in school history this week. Um, Xavier got $20 million donation. I'm not sure how much Hampton got, but both of them got um, huge donations. And you know, remember what I was talking about, about the same black schools always getting the donations? Mm-hmm. Somebody's be listening to BFW. <laughs> it's okay, I'll show you. What school did he go to? Write it down. Yeah, now, hey, And that, that shit would have been crazy if they would have been like, they would have donated to Xavier and Texas Southern and Westgate. I mean, I, UL. <laughs> UL not a black college, so it don't count. Nope. You could, they're not going to donate to you, Raj. Not happening. It's all good. <laughs> you know, you didn't go to a black school. We can't put you in on that one. Nope. I would have liked to have gone to a black school. That would have, yeah. It would have been, I would have think that would be a very interesting, I would love for you and Rumble to have went to the same black college. Somewhere Ooh. exotic, like Fisk in Wiley in yeah. Tuskegee. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because I yeah I, I don't think I would want to go to just regular old Southern, you know. <laughs> I, I think he I think he might. You get out there, you you end up enjoying. No, it. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. Like I, that's too. Like I I don't know. Like I would want to go to one of the exotic ones. Like yeah, we want to go to you know one of them ones that's not in Louisiana. Maybe I I ain't gonna lie. I do like the seclusion of Grambling, but like I would probably want to go to Norfolk uh, State. You know. Yeah. yeah. Give me, give me one that's on the East Coast somewhere. I, we need to put that on the podcast, on um, Instagram, a picture of you and say what HBCU would Raj be best at and have you with a whole bunch. Like Mikey with them uniforms. Like Raj <laughs> with different little sweaters from different HBCUs. What school <laughs> would Raj be that bo- that guy at? Cutting? I love that as a question. What HBCUs were Roger? <laughs> Fam, you. I would have thrived anywhere at, at that point in my life. So I'm, I, it, it don't even really matter. I, I, could, I could say it. And you probably could have walked on to something. Like, we could have probably all, like, you definitely walked on to something like bowling or tennis or baseball. Oh, yeah. Like, we could have probably been that. I think Not I something. 100% could have played basketball as Xavier. Like, no doubt. Nah. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, nah, nah. nah. Relax. I'll get Chef aside here. I'll let him show you some shit. And he like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> boys was The boys was pretty good, man. I, I mean, I'm not, in the nation, I'm not, man. yeah, I'm not, I'm not right. Like, do, 
A lot of the in guys, the nation. Yeah, no. Chevis was the point when I was there. He went to yeah. uh, that boy played for Colorado, man. He, yeah. They got. It, like if you Google him, is him going up against Kurt Heinrich? That boy played AU with Lawson High School, yeah, and then, nice. then I mean, that's just one person. What I about know, the rest of the team? I, mean, I can't that, be third string. You're not gonna be the no, no, right. no. Mike, Mike was behind him. Mike was that dude too. And, in high and school, you little man. too, Raj is not happening. I, I'm just saying, the boys, they don't know I'm the boys can play. six foot nine. They don't nah, right. <laughs> now, Raj, if you were six foot nine, like you just oh, said, yes. you could play for Xavier. They damn sure they had height. That's yeah, what this yeah. damn show. Like, but the, and before when I right when I got there, they had them twins, Kendall and Kermit from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Just stupid. That's kind of what them HBCUs do. But you know that, right? You know that as a mm-hmm. thing. That HBCUs get like the dope undersized talent. That's mm-hmm. like yeah, out of out all of control. Them, all, all, all the dude who went to Colorado or went somewhere big and find out, oh, I got to mm-hmm. really work, and I'm and I'm third string. And the dude in front of me, he cold, and he you know we know you know he uh. In his sophomore year, he's staying three years. Oh yeah, I'm out. <laughs> exactly. And I got two babies. I gotta yeah. go to. The, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. This yeah. coach at the HBC, you sit there, take me, and I get to start this year. And it's black women. And 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 I get to bring my kids. And I'm on a meal plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my kids on a meal plan. Yeah, everybody in apartment by myself. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> Where I sign? I, I, I soon don't need to be there. Hey man, listen. Um, welcome to to August, man. Um, in the craziest year in the history of mankind, man. We seven months yes. down. Let's try to let's try to finish up twenty twenty strong, man, and all the rest of that good stuff, man. Um, welcome to a basketball season. Maybe that means that some stuff kind of starts feeling like a little bit more normal. Maybe we get together, yeah. watch some games. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. Um, but in the meantime, um, you know, do what we always do. Have a great weekend. Make it a best friend weekend. And we are out.